I guess we're live. Okay, cool. No countdown, apparently. Hey, everyone. Um, I'm Sentinel, SSG Sentinel of the XPN Network. Thank you so much for joining us for the third episode of XPN USA. I am joined by Darth Praxis and by Fuzzy Belvedere. Um, Darth Praxis, let's start this episode off with um, introduce yourself to our viewers and tell them what you've been playing this week. Oh, sure. I am an idiot. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And <laughs> I like I like playing games when I can. Sometimes I can't. But uh, I've been kind of just waiting for Jedi Survivor a little bit. I, I finally <laughs> pre-ordered it today, oddly enough. So I get it tomorrow. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, and just because I've been having a discussion, I'll make it quick. I uh, I did order a very expensive version because I wanted my daughter to be able to have it as well. And I found that uh, Best Buy had an $89 special edition that had both the physical and digital copy. So Nice. Outstanding. Very yeah, nice. Which, which, in my opinion, that should be the kind of the standard. But that's just me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Fuzzy, why don't you introduce yourself to our viewers and tell them uh, a little bit about yourself and what you've been playing this week. Okay. Uh, glad to be here with you guys. Uh, my name is Fuzzy Belvedere. Uh, on a, a number of podcasts from here and there. And if uh, most of you are into any kind of simulation or arcade racing, I'm, that's that's my uh, jam, I guess you could say. So for the most part, a big Forza fan, big Gran Turismo fan, just any racing game and in general fan. And uh, yeah, I um, I'm, let's see, I've, I've been gaming since the 70s. Um, I'm almost 50 and uh, yeah, I got uh, you a lot too? of years, in game, but uh, for the most part, my my go-tos as of this well earlier today and just this week in general have been Division Two, uh, Forza Horizon Five because they had the new DLC today. Well, not DLC, mm -hmm. but like the add-on or season stuff with the new track. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, going back to Gran Turismo because they added some new cars and fixed a couple of bugs. So, been having fun with that. And then, man, oh man, there's there's some some awesome games I'm looking forward to. Like I had pre-ordered a uh, uh, Jedi survivor been hearing some, some negative stuff about it, but for the most part, still happy with my pre-order, but uh, yeah. And then uh, looking forward to playing the last, uh, was it the last Benedict uh, Fox or the last case of Benedict Fox. Uh -huh. That's yeah. going to be another one that, you know, in the next day or two, I think I'm going to mm -hmm. be diving into. <laughs> well, how about you, nice. Sentinel? What you been into? Um, I've actually been playing Mafia on my PlayStation. You know, it came with PlayStation Plus a while back. I actually mm -hmm. bought it for my uh, Xbox, but I got it, you know, PlayStation Plus, um, they have some pretty good games, much better than games with gold, unfortunately, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I've also been playing a lot of Halo Infinite, you know? Um, I And it's like, I was playing Halo Infinite when it first came out, a lot of it multiplayer all the time. I took some time away from it, but I do have to say that 343 has really put a lot of work into it, and um, the product that we have right now is phenomenal. You know, it's really good so far, so I'm Sign really enjoying significantly it. Significantly better than, than what was originally released, you think? Yes, yes. Oh, and I mean, I you could say that 343 needed more time, but I don't think the community would have put up with that, to be honest. <laughs> No, <laughs> they, they they wanted it when they wanted it, and delaying it a year was hard for a lot of people. Delaying it two just wouldn't have worked. 
I, I think it's the same. I think it's probably going to be the same problem with um, Redfall a little bit because of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because of the whole debacle with 30 frames per second. Yep. Well, and and delaying, they don't have any real way to to get away with that. They'll be like, no, we gotta they gotta release it. They're they're stuck, and so they're gonna have to release it and then patch it and work toward it. Especially the PC version, which still baffles me. But that's that's a whole other yeah discussion. Yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah. and uh, fuzzy. I think the thing with uh, what you were talking about, Jedi Survivor, was that was that the PC version you were mentioning? Because that's something I'd heard about. They they well they said it's not just the PC version, but the good thing is at least you know ea is aware of it and they got some patches lined up but uh yeah for tomorrow basically <laughs> yeah so the, hopefully the day one patch takes care of most of this stuff I, I think the big thing is as long as there's not like a save bug i think that that that's like the one that just gets under my skin kind of thing oh, but yeah. outside well, that, of that, that the rest everybody. I can probably, you know <laughs> kind of force through or play through kind of thing but uh yeah, yeah we'll, we'll the, see that pisses yeah, everybody off you know, I think that's one of the bugs that would kill motivation the fastest. You know, if you're playing through the game and you spend so much of, especially for a lot of us that have jobs, you know, we just don't have that much time, and you have that save bug that completely deletes all your progress. That's going to kill a lot of people's, you know, desire to pick up a game, no matter how good it is. You know, yeah, the motivation's gone at that point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, for those of you that don't know. For those of you that are checking out the show for the first time, obviously um, this is a more chill, more relaxed show. We're not necessarily talking about gaming news, but we are talking about upcoming games that myself, Darth Praxis, and Fuzzy Belvedere are really looking forward to. Um, so I can't really say, hey, let's come up with a PlayStation game because as of right now, there's like two of them, I think. But mm -hmm. just just like in general, it doesn't have to be PlayStation, doesn't have to be Xbox. Um We'll start with you, Fuzzy. Uh, what's what's your most wanted game that hasn't released yet, Ex excluding Jedi Survivor, because we know everybody's looking forward to that. But like out of all the games that are releasing late May onward, mm -hmm. uh, you could even include Redfall. We'll include Redfall. Yeah. What what game is like your number one for this year that you're really looking forward to? Honestly, it's going to be Forza Motorsport, and it's it's mainly because of me being a racing fan. That's that's the one I want to get my hands on. I'm hoping beyond like some of the improvements that they talked about, like the ray tracing on track, right. uh, the time of day as far as like uh, progression. So that because I, I love doing like um, like almost like simulated Rolex 24 hour races, but I don't have 24 hours to race. So right, I make it where it starts in mean? sunlight and goes into yeah. night, and then maybe back into daylight in like a, a 30 minute time span. And yeah. if they have that, we can do like the accelerated clock and see the sunset and the moon come up and all that. I'm all for that. So that's that's the big thing I'm looking for. And they've improved the handling and all that stuff. So that's that's top of my list. And then right. me being a, a sci-fi guy. Definitely looking forward to Starfield. That's that's also high up on the list. I mean, that kind of goes along with Jedi Survivor as well. Right, but, right. Um, oh yeah. I, I've always kind of wanted, and this is going to probably sound weird because I I see this as potentially being more of like a a build your own Star Trek adventure kind of game in a way, where yeah. you're able to explore endless areas and they're going to have all these planets where you're going to either find crew members or find resources and things like that so i plan on spending a lot of time in that and then um spider-man 2 is up there as well but that's that one I, i'm pretty sure should hit for 2023 um love the uh the first spider-man uh of 2018 
uh, love Miles Morales, although haven't finished each of the or either one of those just yet. I'm about 70% through with Miles Morales. Right. I was on my PS4 like 60% through, and then the save didn't carry over for whatever oh. reason. Oh. So I kind of put oh, that that's, one down. That's rough. And, yeah. uh, uh. But um, I'm hoping with this new one, I'm, I'm hearing that it might be co-op, which would be kind of a cool thing to have. Uh, nice. And even if it's not, if it's like a switchable character thing, possibly, that would be awesome. But in general, just getting to, to see an updated version, you know, built around the PS5 and all the hardware and whatnot. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what that game is going to be like. And then for indies, I don't think Hades 2 is going to be this year. So that one's kind of that asterisk. But right. the last case of Benedict Fox is definitely up there. Fingers crossed for Replaced. That's another one. Um, looking forward to... I would really like... like this, is, this game is already out on PC, but I'm hoping they consider bringing it to console. It's uh, called Eyes in the Dark. Think of like having it where it's... It, it's almost like the concept of Alan Wake where you have to have like a flashlight and stuff to kind of show light in the areas. And then right. that way it's like explored. But then there's all kinds of enemies hiding in the darkness and all you can see are usually the eyes. And then eventually your flashlight can, you know, shoot rays of light or have it where it shoots sparklers or in different kinds of like builds and weapon weapons and things like that. It's, it's kind of a Metrovania, but with like a dark side to it kind of hmm, thing. Cool. Definitely but, sounds uh, interesting. But uh, yeah, those are like the top of my list of what I'm looking forward to that should be within the next 12 months. Also want to dive into Redfall, but I'm going right. to wait for the 60 frames patch. Being a big Division fan, like I played, you know, 30 frames all this time. And then yeah. when these new consoles came out, that upgrade just, I, I don't want to go back to 30 it, frames. It, after it's, a, it's a ruining thing. It is yeah. definitely something that once you do it, you really don't look at everything the same. Right. When, Des when Destiny got the 60 frame patch, Destiny 2, and then um, I went back to Destiny, I was like, I don't want to try that again. And I went back to the original Destiny and opened my file and started doing it. I was like, my eyes were bleeding. I'm like, why did I put up with this? Yeah. <laughs> like, how, how am I playing this? Oh, my God. Well, and it's because you didn't become accustomed to it. You know, I mean, it's, it's like you didn't become accustomed to 60 and then go back to 30. You know, we were all, we were all used to 30. We were used to 30, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so, it, and you know, it's like you weren't looking for 60, but now that they've given you 60 with some of these games, if you well, go back to 30, it's like you absolutely notice. Well, it's, it's even, it's even uh, bigger than that for me. I have a 165 hertz monitor, and oh. I, run, I run all of my shooting games at like 120, 1440p. Oh, Jesus. On the, on the, ser on the Series X. That's all pretty nice. That's pretty and nice. When you do that, it's even hard to go back to 60. You're like, jeez. Yeah. You, you see, um, I, I played, uh, what is it, uh, Modern Warfare 2019, went back to that at 60, and it was, it was like, holy crap, I see the difference now. I'm like, jeez, that's crazy. I can't believe yeah, well, I was looking at that and going, wow. And the new one, the new one runs at 120, right? Well, not just, I mean, that, that's one of, like, like, dozens of games. I got Monster yeah. Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise runs at 120. Wow. Wow, and and that is incredible. And you play that, and you're like, damn. And and I was playing it at 4K, and 4K runs at 60, kind of. It kind of mm -hmm. goes between 45 and 60. And I at 4K with you know all the effects, I turn it right down. I'm like, nope, 120. I'm running at 120. Mm -hmm. And immediately it was just, it's just playing the game is better 
at higher speed, even with with graphics that are brought down. And that's kind of the the PC gamer mindset too. Yeah. No, I and, completely agree yeah. with you. You know, I've gotten in yeah. uh, this past week. I've actually gotten in arguments with people over this because I say I would rather play sixty frames per second at a lower resolution than four oh, yeah. K than four K at thirty frames per second. A- it makes no sense. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I have no problem with it. Even I have HDMI or I'm uh, HDR or HDR. Yeah, HDR. I have HDR. It's turned off basically, and yeah. so it's disabled while I'm playing and. But like, oh, can you play it like that? It's who cares? I mean, I'm yeah. able to get the the best frame rate and just to move as smoothly as possible, and that's the key. And the other thing is, it's also a lot of guys that are first person shooter. Um, that's what they do. They're like competitive players. They don't care. Yeah, they don't. My my son in law, he plays competitively. He's incredible. It makes me just look like a, a total noob playing anything, and he plays Warzone, and they they win every time they play, no matter wow. what. They wow. never lose. I was like, well, what, what, what frame rate does he play at, though? He play, he plays at 1080p, 280. That's nice. Ooh. That's nice. Well, he has a four. He has a 4080. That's why. So yeah, he runs I it could on see a 4080. that. And yeah, it's an i9 and a 4080. And he's like, no. He said, I don't even compromise. That's it. And I was like, not even 1440p. He's like, nope. He's like, uh, it goes below 200. I don't. Want, I don't like it. I was like, jeez. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, for PC gamers, so they have that choice. But it's like... Well, that Series X does too. But the problem is the developer has to be, I guess, yeah. used to doing that is the mm-hmm. key to Yeah. And willing to do that. Because then, what is it, Todd Howard? His his concern, I think, especially with something like Starfield, and I'll, I'll move off of this, is uh, that, oh, the, the, the initial, like, vision isn't there and who cares i yeah. mean if somebody really wants to play, look look at look at the cyberpunk i don't play cyberpunk except for in performance mode i don't bother putting it in 4k because i don't even want to watch it like stutter at 24 frames per second it's not worth it <laughs> right it's not right. worth it no yeah i mean it's if it was stable at 30 i might do it just to kind of check it out but it's not it's still not stable it can't yeah. do it and so you play it in performance mode and you take some of the hits and the game looks incredible but that's the way it goes yeah. And yeah. they need they need to give that option basically in my opinion from now on with every game, they they shouldn't like well our vision is this and we want to keep the vision, yeah but what about people that want to play the game, yeah, <laughs> right uh, right yeah I don't want to look at the game I'm going to play the game, so yeah. I enjoy it looking good and and that's I think that's the crux of of Redfall right now is yeah. it looks good but it really does not look next generation it looks good yes it looks really good. But it looks like a really, really good Xbox One game. You know, and I kind of, I, I got a little worried when even Colt Eastwood said, hey, you know what, I got to talk about some of this stuff. And he was talking about how it, it was, the frame rate was dipping even on PC. Um, mm-hmm. And they were telling them not to ask about the console version of the game. And yeah. another another guy that got flown out to play the game that was out there, I guess, at the same time Colt Eastwood was, got told the same thing, don't ask about the console version. And when a developer tells um, content creators like that, people who have YouTube channels and who have large followings, yeah, yeah, that's that's concerning, you know? No, it's disconcerting, yeah. It's just, it's like, it's one of those things that you don't want to hear, you know, and you kind of want to, you want good news whenever it comes to something like Redfall, like, you know, they come out and say, hey, 
4K at 60 at launch, we're good to go. And you're like, yes, that's exactly what I want to hear. You don't want you don't yeah. want them to put little stickers on the back of their cases at retailers <laughs> and people take pictures <laughs> and put it on Twitter and say, hey, you know what? They just they put um, 60 is not available at launch because that that's not a good look, yeah. you know. And it's like I'm, I'm looking forward to the game, but you're exactly right about the frame rates, you know, because yeah. once you get yeah. used to that 60, it's hard to go back to 30. And it's like, it's like, look, I don't even, it's like, I know you guys are already thinking about, oh, next console will be 8K. No, how about you worry about frames per second first, and then we do resolution. Well, and that, that whole 8K, they, uh, it, all that nonsense, it's just, that's white noise. It's all nonsense. They, they talk yeah. about the next big thing. I don't care about that. And, and, and one of the proof of how much it doesn't matter is people like my son-in-law. You know, he spent $1,700 on a video card. Just yeah. to run a game at 1080p, but it's it's frames per second though. It's because yeah. the speed he wants yeah. the speed. He didn't care about it, and they're they're not really getting that. They're like it's just the, it's the graphics. It's like it's like a lot of them are still stuck in the 90s Sega versus Nintendo fight all yes. over again. It's like they yep. they're still battling out that, and oh, we really have to make it the best. And I agree, you got to make it look good. I like looking good, but at the same mm-hmm. time lock a standard and stick with it and do the best you can to hold to it that's my opinion definitely and uh, you know at least it's like at least give players the option of whether they want one or the other you know if you're going to be taking screenshots and stuff fine do the 4k at 30 because then the frames per second aren't going to matter but if you're going to be playing where you're shooting at multiple enemies and there's so much stuff on the screen you're going to need those frames per second to be locked 60 minimum that's just my opinion oh absolutely yeah Yeah, i would like to see it where instead of them pushing for 4k possibly go with 1440 as like 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 Kind of like what you guys are saying. Go ahead and make 60 the standard. Target that. If you can push it to 1440, don't worry about really going past that. Like even if there's headroom, yeah. don't go exactly. past the 1440. Do the upscale. And the reason why I say that is, do all the other specular stuff like the the you know uh, the ray tracing, occlusion, the ray mm-hmm. tracing, the yeah. particle effects. Go and turn all of that up to nine and leave it at 1440. Because in all honesty, at that point having those extra effects if you can still do the 60 at 1440 versus trying to put it at 4k and possibly have it where it dips to 45 or below yeah i think that's a better experience overall better looking experience and better you know experience as far as the feel of play and stuff like that i I think i think the biggest thing with that is it's once once again it goes to a performance versus a visual mode versus a fidelity mode Mm -hmm. and if the fidelity mode is 4k 30 and they want to run it that way, fine. I really don't care. Some people, like, you've, I've heard it split down the middle with debates. People are like, oh, I don't care about 60, 30 is great. And the others are like, dude, it's got to be 60 or it's garbage. Yeah. And I'm okay if they continue to have dual modes. The problem is I don't understand why the developer is so hardcore, why they're like, we, we just can't do that. We can't compromise like that. You've <laughs> already compromised. You've already compromised. And I don't know if they overextended them, themselves based on capabilities and that they're struggling with the engine, which doesn't make sense to me because I was under the impression this is basically a, a pushed version of Unreal 4, right? Yeah. 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 That should be locked in pretty well by now. And it has nowhere near the features of Unreal Engine 5, which is also probably part of the problem. 
if they're pushing too many effects on Unreal Engine 4, 5 is better incorporated and it works better. Mm-hmm. And maybe it might have been better. We were kind of, I, at some point in the past, I thought we heard that this was going to be Unreal 5, but I think it was, it was assumed instead yes. of actually confirmed. And I should have realized this is Bethesda making it. This isn't like another studio within Xbox. Well, so you know what? Yeah. And it's it's like you look at um, Bethesda Softworks. Um, they had to rely on id Software to get the shooting mechanics straight for Fallout 4. Oh, yeah. So, oh. you know, it's like id Software oh, with, uh, is golden. With, um, what you Fallout? call it? With, with uh, uh, Starfield. Well, I, I'm not oh, sure. Oh no, about with Starfield. this, with Redfall, with Redfall. I, I yeah. heard that they had talked a little bit with well, them because yeah, the gameplay was a little weird too. Yeah, because they need to. You know, they. Yeah. It's like they. You have a studio like id Software that, as far as shooters go, they can get it up there. They can get it looking phenomenal. And it's like if you have someone like Arcane that's not really used to 60 frames per second, you gotta pull these resources. Even if you have to take devs off of whatever id Software is working on. You need them to come in and really help these guys get the game up to speed because Redfall is one of their big launches for this year. You know, you have three big launches. You have Redfall, Starfield, and Forza Motorsport. And everybody who plays Forza knows Turn 10 is going to do great like they always do. Oh, they look like it already. It's amazing. You know, (laughs) if, if they're not the most talented studio that Xbox is because it could be Coalition... Mm-hmm. You know, then that's fine. It's it's always one or the other, though. But it's like you have to get Arcane up to that level where they can do 60 frames per second, where they can do it on Unreal Engine 5 mm-hmm. and leave Unreal Engine 4 behind. Because it's like if Unreal Engine 4 is just not capable of handling it, you have to you have to Move go Unreal on. Engine 5. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Well, I haven't I just downloaded Unreal Engine 5 and I have have the uh, Fortnite editor on my computer. I haven't messed with it yet. I was going to kind of dive in and play around and see but from what i've gathered i don't know if you've seen any of the if you saw the um tech demo or the uh, the one for the uh gdc for the game developers conference i don't remember off the top of my head so the gdc came out a month or two ago and when they did they did an unreal engine 5 i think it was 5.1 because i don't think 5.2 is out yet so they they showed 5.1 and they were showing what could be done and essentially it's kind of what I approached people about when I was in high school because I was interested in becoming a programmer, but I realized that when you have to learn a computer language, you have to learn a language. And that, yeah. was, hard. that was hard. And I went, oh, God. And I tried. I did the <laughs> visual basic. I learned that, and I actually like, got an A in the class and don't remember a damn thing about it, so it's like not helpful. And so I was like, is there some way? I, I told somebody, I said, is there some way, like some kind of some kind of program where you can use a graphical interface and you can literally grab like items, stretch them, morph them, move them, and put them in the places in a three-dimensional space. They're like, no, that doesn't exist. I was like, really? They said, no, you have to plot the quadrants or you have like 3D Studio Max, which does some of it, but the graphical user interface side of it was, it was clunky comparatively and you did need to know the code so you can check yourself, obviously, because you have to figure out if it's going to work within everything, all your hit detection, everything needs to be calculated and then tested and then verified. And and I got it. I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's going to probably limit me there. So I go, okay. Now, from what they showed at this conference, it's a a clip they showed, they literally (laughs) procedurally generated an entire game level off of like four objects. Yeah. They hit a button and it goes, and they build it. And I was like, what? What? And that's ab- that's absolutely amazing that they've come this far. 
That it, it's crazy. It, it, it makes well, and the statement of it was, and this is what why Unreal Engine Five, and they were like, we really, we got to cup, you know, we got to figure things out with Unreal Engine Five, and I believe from from the base level understanding of programming and and what's needed, and maybe what they're concerned about, they want to make sure integration and cohesion works, and. Yeah. Uh, and when they build something that they're not going to run into billions of bugs. And I get that aspect. But showing how quickly they could build a level told me, dude, they could build a level in no time. Yeah. And comparatively speaking, like, and obviously they want to work on the art style. And they want to make things specific. And that's going to take more time for the artists to make the style of game. Like, I'm looking at a, an ad for Redfall right now. So they can make it look the way they want. Yeah. But if they had an engine that was that intuitive to utilize it would streamline the production process in my opinion yeah and i mean you're exactly right you know you look at um and you know what it's like redfall is using unreal engine 4 they should have used unreal engine 5 um as far as i remember starfield is still using the creation engine am i right and Bethesda, yes. Bethesda can say all they want that, oh, it's been upgraded and this and that. And it's like, come on, man. This this game engine was first created in 1999. That's 24 years ago. And you just keep upgrading it. It's like that car that you have rather than replacing it. And it's got holes in the floorboard. You just keep repairing it. And you keep replacing the tires. And it has like 6 million miles on it. And it's like eventually you got to get rid of it. Well, you know? Oh, you know, yeah. It's like the, re, the RE engine for Capcom. It's the same thing. Yeah, they've. I think they've done a better job than Bethesda. I, I dare say that. I mean, look at if you look at games that have come out in the same generation, and you look at like uh, Resident Evil Village. I mean, that was that was a spectacular looking game. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and and that was an RE game, RE engine, and so is Monster Hunter for that matter. I mean, those are they're all built on RE engine. Yeah, and uh, they they have able they've been able to continually make that stand up and honestly it's capcom i don't think they're gonna jump to a western engine anytime soon so they're gonna hold on no. to that one themselves too yeah oh, well just like nintendo well nintendo i don't know nintendo eventually might go you know what i'm gonna try one of those engines let's see <laughs> yeah <laughs> nintendo knows? play they play a lot of their stuff close to the chest so i don't know yeah. if they're gonna you know well the the zelda engine is their big engine now essentially for a uh, yeah. kingdom yeah right hmm so Oh, I just I just feel like Bethesda is just not cutting the mustard, you know. It, it's kind of like all these other studios, and it, it feels like it's Bethesda Softworks and Arcane in particular that are kind of falling behind because you got id, Sef, id Software and like Machine Games or Machine Head Games, whatever it's called, that oh, works yeah. on Wolfenstein. Those two are like the good ones, and then you have two that are kind of not up to par, and it kind <laughs> it it just feels like Phil Spencer really needs to have a more hands on approach and say. I'm sorry, God, Howard, you don't get, you know, this is not your Mount Olympus. You can't have free reign here. You know, I got to come down and see what you're doing because 30 frames per second in 2023 is, it's just not going to work, re regardless of the creative vision, you know. Well, I think it depends on which arcane it is because the other, was it Arcane Leon, the ones that did Deathloop, that one was 60 frames pretty much yeah. locked. So that, that one was solid. That so, one was solid. So they... Hmm. I, I don't know what the deal was with this. I, th I think what probably happened was they knew it would have been outside the window if they did do the conversion over to, you know, Unreal 5. Because we heard oh, yeah. they did it with Avowed. 
and then there was another studio that was doing it, but it wasn't, you know, obvious. It wasn't arcane. Yeah. And I think even with the year delay, they they looked at everything that they were working on. And they're like, we we're not going to be able to make it within the year. It might be two years if we do it. And I think at that point, it was kind of like the decision was probably made. We'll go ahead and work on you know X, Y, and Z, which they I guess they thought they could do like uh, yeah. FRS and stuff like that. To kind of get it to the 60 and i i think the the shot clock basically ran out on them but i i, I think this is a one-off only because of you know the pandemic a while back up to now and then this was kind of like well we got this cooking in the oven should mm-hmm. we just start over or should we just put the icing on this cake and, and send it out there type of deal so I yeah think, i think arcane as a whole between the two studios i think this will be the last like hiccup let's say as far as for launch now on the other end of things with bethesda with their uh, creation engine the creation engine 2 will definitely be under scrutiny i know everybody on twitter will have their you know uh programmer goggles on looking at every little bit and i i my gut's telling me it's going to be 30 at launch I would like for it to be 60. I, I'm pretty sure, much like other Bethesda games, the modding community will probably do something to make it 60 before the official on, launch. On PC, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, PC yeah. should be fine, but console yeah. might be a little bit of a question mark. But hopefully they've heard some of the backlash with Redfall. And, you know, you know between now I- and June, we get or between now and September, I should say, the actual launch, they, they kind of get it resolved. But, I, yeah. I told I told someone, um, it was a it was on a past podcast, that it, they weren't going to get 60 frames per second for Starfield. We were going to have to wait until Starfield 76 came out. <laughs> then, you'd ha- then you'd have 60 frames per second. Probably. I said they couldn't do it before it, so, you know. No, no, it's, it's Starfield 60. It's not 76. Yeah, not there you bother. go. They really want to they tie it correctly so nobody gets any questions. This is the 60. This is right. a 60. I mean, they could. I guess they could call it like Starfield 45 or something, you know, because they can't hit the 60. So they got to try for 45. Yep. Yeah. On the on the Xbox Series Sex for the for the up, mid the mid the mid gen upgrade, you know. Wow. The, the one the one the one where it should have been launched that way. Um, yeah. Like I said, I, I told somebody. I said, um, I think I think 24 teraflops. Honestly, talking with some people that I knew in the in, in, in certain industry, like that there was speculation. It's not saying. I'm, I'm not saying I know exactly what they were planning, but I'm pretty sure that 20, 24 teraflops might have been their goal because why would they, they – they hit the 12, and then if they talk a mid-gen upgrade, it's going to be a 24 teraflop. It's going to be something like a 3090, what they're aiming at as far as their output yeah. for, for a system, which is incredible if they did something like that. But again, I think it would actually – it could hurt them. Especially, I mean, like like – Sony right now it's really weird they're like yeah yeah they're already talking about yeah we're gonna uh, uh PlayStation 5 Pro I'm like really yeah Man, guys like, that's why crazy didn't you, why didn't you wait a year and and this is this bothered me when they brought everything out with the pandemic and everything that happened in my opinion they should have delayed the consoles six months to a year and just said we're gonna do it a little bit further and I mean they focused on the PS4 because the PS5s weren't available anyway yeah. And they were they were so short it basically was like waiting a year or more. So yeah. there was no point to push it. And well, I think I think they all would have been better to wait, honestly. Well, 
And you, you remember with the end of last generation, PlayStation 4 finished really strong. You had, what, Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima. You had The Last of oh, Us yeah. Part 2. So oh, they had God. they had strong games to tide people over. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, exactly. you, you, it's like you, you can kind of say Xbox um, didn't really have strong games to end the generation. But if, if you delayed, you know, if you look at uh, Halo Infinite and it got delayed a year, if you delayed the console generation, it would have been a launch title and people wouldn't have given it as much shit. They just wouldn't have. No, they you know? have, no, it would have been fine. Yeah, they and they would have, yeah they would have had a little they would have had an easier time dealing with things. It, like I said, all the way around. Hindsight's twenty twenty. We can all look at it and go, that's what it should have been. You know, yeah. I'm sure quarterbacks, but still, right, it's, right, it's frustrating to see. Yeah, you know, and we, and we always point to uh, turn ten. Like I say, um, you know, I love um, turn ten and I love the Forza franchise because. At that point, whenever those Forza games drop, they're always pushing the system as hard as they can at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, so and you look at Forza Motorsport 8 essentially, or just Forza Motorsport, it mm-hmm. got delayed. They keep pushing it back because Turn 10 is pushing it as hard as they can to get as much as they can out of the Series X because they want it to look absolutely phenomenal. You know, so it's like, oh, I yeah. feel like. And it's like they're doing it, but so many other studios aren't. And I'm, it's like, why are you doing a mid-gen refresh? We're not even ready for that. You guys have not tapped the potential of the Series X yet. So how about we wait until you get closer to doing that before yeah. we start talking about mid-gen refresh? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, I, I think there's there's going to be a couple of studios that really push this console. Like one, yeah. definitely, for example, is Ninja Theory. Like oh, from God, what we've yes. seen, you know, definitely. I, I, I'm I'm hoping we don't hear stories of the Series X melting after playing the game. <laughs> 18 but... frames per second. It's great. It's very yeah. cinematic. Yeah. Oh. I, I think they'll 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 probably cap it at 30, and that'll be fine if it's a steady 30. But I, I yeah. think that one's definitely going to show the power of of the Series X, and and still be you know a gorgeous looking game on a Series oh, X. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. With a vowed, I'm I'm kind of <laughs> curious. Like, I want to see a little bit more gameplay on that one, but I, I think Obsidian's one. They may not push it to the the full extent, but they'll push it enough between particle effects and and enemies on screen and things like that. Because they they were one of the studios in the Xbox One generation that pitched a game. Unfortunately, it didn't get uh, greenlit, but oh, they were going to have it where it was going to be a hundred player instance but not a battle royale it was going to be kind of like a um uh, medieval time period with magic and dragons and things like that and you know you know how like destiny has like their uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, public events you were going to have yeah. a hundred player public event and what they would do is basically it would it would send you your accolades after the fact like after you you and the other players have beat the dragon or whatever beast was in that instance you would get like the pictures and video clips like if you did the the damage dealing you know slice to the dragon's Mm -hmm. you know tail or something like that it would give you like a replay clip and all that and it was i think they had it under the name stormlands so if any of that 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 ambitious game that they were looking to make back in xbox one generation you know kind of leaks into avowed i i I think we're going to be in for a pleasant surprise on that one too and then coalition obviously they're they're like the masters of unreal engine like they've made unreal engine four games that they were working with look almost like they were unreal engine five looking games so 
I think they're going to be a, a definitely a sight to see when they either release Gear 6, because I, I hear their projects that they were working on beforehand may have gotten either delayed or canceled. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if that, you know, how that pans out. You know, I know that everybody loves Gears of War, and it is a strong franchise, but mm-hmm. I, it's like, in my opinion, I just kind of feel like um, the Coalition is just wasted on the Gears franchise. It's like, yeah, it's nice that they made it, mm-hmm. but you look at, and it, there have been, you know, a lot of people that have said, hey, you know what, um, PlayStation has uh, the superhero game, you know, they got Spider-Man and now they got Wolverine. What does Xbox have? And it's not its not just one or two here. It's actually a sizable amount of people that are like, hey, you know what? Xbox needs their own exclusive uh, superhero game. And it's like if you were going to have one studio do it, the Coalition is that studio. Yeah. Because they're already making third-person action games, mm-hmm. and most of these superhero games are third-person action. That's just what works with that type of subgenre. And Coalition is exactly who you'd go to. And again, I mean, you got them tied up with making Gear 6. It takes their hands off of any potential superhero games that Xbox could get. True. Now, question for you. What superhero would you like to see them work on? Dread or Punisher? Yeah. (laughs) A a lot of people I usually talk to, Punisher is like that leading one just because... I mean, especially with Coalition and their gunplay and stuff like that, having yeah. a Punisher, having it where, like, a few people are now saying, like, maybe have it where it's an RPG where you could pick your loadout as far as weapons and, and choose the style of weapons you use and things like that and have different armors and stuff like that. But uh, Yeah. Dreadpool would, would all... definitely be... Oh, yeah. Uh, or Deadpool oh, yeah. would definitely be another one. Deadpool um, would be good. But, man, oh, man. That, yeah, I, I, I agree. Although there was some speculation at one point that they may have been working on a Mandalorian game, or maybe that was a Bethesda studio, but it, Coalition definitely has the talent to pretty much turn any IP into gold. Definitely. Um, I'm, I'm not the biggest Gears player. I mean, for me, I, I suck at it as far as the multiplayer. I'll, I'll stick with the division. That's the cover-based shooter I, I can at least uh, hold my own <laughs> on. Right? But, yeah, um, not the best I, I Gears myself. Like <laughs> well, it's like Gears, you got to play it a certain way. You know, I yeah. like division because I can play division very well. And Gears, mm-hmm. I, I played like one or two matches. I'm getting the hell kicked out of me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, this is just not for me. You know? You just got to <laughs> play like a blockhead. That's what you got to do. You got to play like a dude. Don't play right. like a little pussy. Come on. Play uh, like a man. I'll keep that in mind. Yep. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Just, just giving you, you know, pointers best best I can. Right, with a bag of Doritos in one hand and a Mountain Dew in the other. I got it. Damn, Skippy. <laughs> Code red, baby. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes, my son. What do you need? It would definitely be cool to see Coalition do a, another IP, see what they can, you know, bring forth type of deal. Like that demo that they did for, I think it was the GDC, like maybe two years ago or something mm-hmm. like that, where yeah. they had the guy walking down this like ancient corridor and there was like this diamond thing spinning. With the glass thing in his hand, the gears, the one that you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah. It so showed the for, particle effects and the smoke and everything. That was awesome. Yeah, so if they can do that with just, you know, a tech demo, I, I would love yeah. to see what they would create as far as if, if they could choose anything outside of Gears, what would they make? I, I, I say give them the keys to do it. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's like we'd we'd love to see that, but honestly, I don't think Microsoft would even give them the choice. They'd say, "Nope, you're gears." <laughs> That's right. They're like, they're like, "Nope, you're chained to the Gears franchise until we hit Gears 30, and then we'll think about it." <laughs> Get that cog around your neck right now. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way they are. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I was gonna say uh, something. I don't know. Was something nothing important? Obviously. Well, let me ask you guys something. Um, yeah. Do you think Xbox is gonna have a huge event in June? I don't know. I think with their showcase, and I, I've been trying to figure out like what would be the safe plan and what's the you know pie in the sky and i yeah kind of thinking like the safe plan just because like, i'm looking forward to forza i want them to open the show with forza give us definitely a i don't i don't think it's going to release between now and june 11th so just open the show with it show us all the ray trace goodness and and 60 frames plus goodness of it and i'm pretty sure they'll probably you know throw in 120 frame uh mode at 1080 or something like that as well but um Show yeah. us all that they can with, with Forza. Maybe even drop a demo that same day because they sometimes have the demos a little early. It would be extra early, I guess. But, um, you know, start the show with Forza. Give us a release date at the end if if, if they're fairly close or, or fairly certain on what uh, the window is. And then I think in this, I know we were just talking about Coalition. I think close the show with Gears. Only because, like I said, they're they've been taken off of those other two projects. So mm-hmm. show show what they can do as far as with Unreal Engine Five or what the potential is with Gears, because that that'll be like the eye candy before leading into the Starfield showcase. You know, uh, for the last half hour. But I I hope that they give us updates on Perfect Dark, State of Decay Three. I don't necessarily expect to see full on gameplay like in engine stuff would be fine. Yeah, I really don't want to see CGI again for for State of Decay, but yeah, maybe some in-engine stuff would be kind of cool. Definitely um, a gameplay demo, something. Yeah, and and do the same thing with um, like what was the other one? Like Project Mara, possibly. Um, if Hellblade or Avowed are going to be coming next year, definitely give us some some gameplay of that. Like. You could see the guy with the controller and whatnot. I mean, they kind of did that with that other one where everybody was like, that's not gameplay. Those are cutscenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you could yeah. tell, like, the stutter step between, like, when she would throw the spear and all that. It was still gameplay. But let, let's yeah. just see some more of that. But I think if you're in a, you know, completely, <laughs> you know, go with a pie in the sky. Yes, Pesley, we know you'd punch your sister. You always punch your sister. I know. Just <laughs> nothing but love there. <laughs> but uh, if they're going to do a pie in the sky kind of thing, I, I would say start it off with Compulsion's project, that uh, Project Nightmare, because mm-hmm. Phil Spencer has been talking about it for a while. We have yet to see or hear anything more outside of, you know, they're still hiring people over at Compulsion. But I would have to assume there is some gameplay, even if it's not coming out for a year or two. At least let, let us see what, uh, you know, sparked his attention to to want to help them expand uh, uh, that studio and stuff like that and then close the show with the uh, gameplay of fable like i think mm-hmm. fable from somebody kind of in the know that kind of did some stuff with it <laughs> uh from what they've uh, hinted to it it's if you think forza can melt your face as far as you know 
resolution and graphical goodness, Fable's going to be just as good, if not better. It's just that no cars. It's going to be people and foliage, uh, foliage or trees and shrubs and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it, I, I think that, that it, it's ready enough to see some gameplay. And I know Matt Booty said he wanted to have them show some before and they said they weren't ready. But I think they'll at least have a in-engine or actual gameplay slice to be able to show us. And that yeah, I think would I'm, be the showcase, of, you know, to kind of set things off for you know the the rest of this year and next year. Definitely, you know, it's like um, some people are doubting Fable because Playground Games is attached, but mm-hmm. it's like you just got to look at their pedigree, at the yeah. types of games that they make on the regular basis. How many Forza Horizon games have we had that were bad? You know, yeah, Zero. it's. It's like it's a, it's a little different learning the the new type of game that they're going to make but they have a good pedigree. They know what they're doing, just give them time to learn how to make this new type of game and give them space and they're going to surprise and wow everybody. You know, that's yeah. my opinion on it. Yeah, I mean they've made Forza Horizon into a car p- car RPG in a way where you have the abilities on certain cars or certain unlockables and things like that. And I know that's a far stretch from a regular action RPG type of thing, but still they've been hiring a ton of talent from, you know, competing studios and things like that, that are very familiar with RPGs and action adventure games. So they have the graphical talent that they've always had for the the horizon series and now they have writers and animators and, and uh, I guess, like planners or project planners and things like that from other teams from like Naughty Dog or, you know, Ben Studios and things like that that can help them on the, you know, the RPG aspect of stuff. Plus, they've also, you know, tapped, you know, a few other Xbox studios to kind of help them on a few things as well, which that's one of the things that I don't think a lot of people either talk about or know a lot of the xbox studios kind of like what you know playstation has always been touted of doing oh their studios work together and blah 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 and yeah xbox studios do the same it was it started you know way back when when it was the uh the water effects from you know um i was about to say skull and bones uh but uh what is, what is uh, Sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves, yep. So with the water effects, they, you know, other teams started learning from them as far as the water effects. And it's just grown and expanded from that where it comes down to animation, foliage, uh, yeah. characters, mm-hmm. character models and things like that that they get assistance from. Having it where I, I believe this is, un, well, a blend of Unreal and... Uh, well, I can't say the other name because it's it'll definitely get the other person in trouble. But um, the the tech that they're using, as far as that engine, they 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 have a lot of hands to be able to help them on different things that are maybe outside their normal window and whatever they didn't have as far as staffing, they've already hired. So it's like two mm-hmm. big teams: one to do the Horizon series, and then one to do the Fable series. And mm. I, I can't say anything more about it but i i would love to see that you know close the show just before the starfield you know half hour deep dive type of thing nice so if you had to speculate um like we we know what's coming this year guaranteed but if you had to speculate one game that's not they haven't announced that it's releasing yet this year which mm-hmm. one would you say is is going to drop this year that they haven't said is going to drop this year yet Ooh. It, 
I know there's been some buzz about Hellblade 2. Um, yeah. I, I kind of want to believe one of their outside of the first party studios projects might be one of them. Maybe okay. contraband. I don't know if that is at like closer to finishing than Avowed is, but if Hellblade 2 isn't isn't the one that's like possibly the drop that they haven't said yet, I'm I'm hoping it's something like contraband or something like that. Or or completely surprises, left field type of thing. Like I, I keep joking with Pong who's looking for forward to Starfield and stuff like that, along with a lot of us. It's like, hey, what if their Bethesda Online made the MMO, like you get Starfield in September, and then by the end of the year, you get the almost like the equivalent of like Elder Scrolls Online, but for Starfield kind of deal. That would be cool. Definitely. It'd be interesting yeah. for sure. So that, those are the, you know, pie in the sky or, or make a wish kind of <laughs> dream. That's my make a wish. Right, right. <laughs> Hey, the uh, last case of Benjamin, uh, Benedict Fox, it came out today, actually. It's available yeah. on Game Pass, like, right now. Yeah. I'm just kind of peeking. I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah, well, someone on Twitter was actually bringing up that um, they were late with sending out the review copies for that. And oh, yes. I, yeah, it's it's the developer's fault or, you know, FedEx or whoever it is. Who knows? You know, how FedEx. they... How, who, who knows how they sent the review? You know, whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking old school. Where you had to send them the disc. Yeah, it's all digital now. Yeah, so. Yeah. But it's Somebody like didn't push the button. <laughs> yep, they forgot to push the button. They went on a coffee break and the computer died. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> oh was. Oh my god! Oh my god! We're supposed to send them today. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, you know, and it's like um, I don't think it's going to be a bad game. I just think it was a, like a brain fart by one of the people that was supposed to oh, send yeah. it out early. You know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure they're going to get shit for it, but um, you know, it is oh, what yeah. it is. Um, yeah. And with it being available on Game Pass, um, if it's a good game, word of mouth is going to spread fast, and everybody's going to be trying it. You know, yeah. I mean, they're probably everybody going to be trying it anyway. It's a Game Pass game that's it's new. They're going to be like, "Hey, we got to try it," and throw, I, throw themselves into it. I mean, I guess, but like, I'm sure Anthem is on you know Game Pass, and no one's touching that. So, what do you mean? <laughs> I, have, I have the Steelbook version of that game still. What are you talking about? <laughs> best game ever. I mean, best every Iron Best Iron Man <laughs> simulator ever. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, I guess everybody wastes money on something, you know? It's all good. Yeah, it's yeah, all good. Yeah. Yeah, I believe the there hype. There was so much potential <laughs> with Anthem. It, that, that was that game where it was like, man, this this could actually replace Division for me. And then I got into yeah. it, and it wasn't. It didn't have the same hooks, but it, didn't it, have the it depth. played so no. well as far as like the, the fly mechanic. Like the, That yeah. in itself was worth it, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although they they should have built the the rest of the game up to that same level, but I think the, the I, I put like twenty twenty hours or something into the game. Did the whole like the end game, and it was just like, what is what are we doing? What else yeah. is there? To, oh my god, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> the, and and what it was is that so compared, it's kind of hard to compare to like games um, like Borderlands or Destiny because there's so much uh, even though destiny had a problem with the story for a long time still kind of does still kind of does have problems with the story but yeah. but but generally speaking the um the best part about destiny 2 the destiny destiny 2 uh that draw, drew me in that's one of the games between the two i've spent over 2000 hours in those games i've spent a huge amount of time in those games and the reason is is because the hook is that good the hook is really good if it gets you you're screwed you're you're stuck and and the the weapon 
I guess, the variation, even though there are a lot of similarities, the variation and how special things feel. They made it feel special, and I think that's a key to it. And that's what didn't ever happen with Anthem. It felt yeah. boring. The guns and the weapons were literally like res not even reskinned they were the same they looked exactly the same everything was the same they shot the same they didn't work on variety their their entire thing they wasted their entire budget on flying mechanics and it was incredible but that was all they had i mean you know really, what though all they had the the good thing about that i guess you could call it the silver lining is that now ea is making an iron man game and you 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 have to believe you have to believe oh, God, that they're yes. using those flight mechanics for uh, Iron Man. Oh, I, I I believe so. And, and if they make it, if they as long as they make it to where it's not the Avengers, to where yes. it's not some set piece where you're going piece by piece, step by step. It just yes. uh, it just felt so tedious and so frustrating to play a game like that. I It was still a pretty good game. I enjoyed aspects mm -hmm. of it, but it got like so tedious. Like, uh, one of the things you guys mentioned that was that was bringing up, what, what games would Microsoft go with if they had uh, some superheroes, in my yeah. opinion? I, Punisher's part of it, but I think the entire... <laughs> not that they will let them do it, but the entire Netflix... Marvel series, all of them. I think they should mm. do those. They should do Daredevil. They should do Iron nice. Fist. They, sh they should do um, uh, what's his name? Well, uh, yeah, Iron Fist, um, Luke Cage, yeah. and The Punisher. Those should be their main focus, and they should yeah. follow those stories. That would be incredible. I think that would be amazing. And to have it as gritty and dark as the Netflix series, it would be, mm -hmm. it would be, that would be something that would be competitive and draw people in, especially oh, yeah. Dare, Daredevil, Punisher, and Luke Cage especially would be, I mean, if they did them, those three would probably be the best ever. And if they did them right and kept, you know, got the voice actors or all the actors through the voices from the show, I think it would be, it, it would be insane. It, yeah. would, it yeah. would take off like a rocket. It would just be that good. It's, yeah, something missing, that would be, that'd be the way to fill it. Dread, I'm all with you on that one. I think Dread would be incredible. Definitely, you know, and it's like you got, you know, you got Luke and you got um, Daredevil and you got Punisher and Dread. And if you had those four, I mean, but I, I would say throw the rest of the Defenders in there, obviously. Yeah. You know, just just to oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Do Jessica Jones? Do do everybody? Do have the mm -hmm. Defenders in there and then have it just flush it out. Actually, they could even do Defenders, but I think if they did like three core games and then the Defenders game. That would be pretty amazing, but that, that's a yeah. lot of planning ahead. But it would be cool. Well, and Definitely. and for for like for PlayStation, they you know Sony's budget is nowhere near what Microsoft's is. Oh no! So it it would only be how far Microsoft would let Xbox go with it. That's that's the only limitation. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I mean, we've seen that Microsoft is willing to pay billions to get content on Xbox. Mm -hmm. So um, I think if someone could pitch it to them that there would be a good chance that it would happen but who knows right it's i mean give me give me the chance i'm pretty persuasive you, <laughs> come, hey, come on let me talk to him come on you got to drive up to um to washington <laughs> state not, and go talk to phil there you go i'm in, I'm in idaho <laughs> it's not that far you know it's a little dry. see there you go i you know what and i don't even remember um oh what's the city that he's in it's not tacoma um what is it is it redmond i think redmond yeah. washington or well, redmond is where is where microsoft is headquarters that's the yeah. main headquarters yeah See, I drove so, through Redmond. I actually had to go to Seattle to work, and so I drove right right by Redmond. So I know where it is. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey, I'm here. I got to talk to you guys for a minute. You don't mind, do you? 
There you go. It ain't vacuum cleaners. It's some video games. Great ideas. <laughs> you guys can do it, can you? I'm sure right? you can. Yeah. The, See, there you go. What happens. See, our Alrighty. fate. Our fate is in your hands. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll work. Sure. <laughs> just uh, you know, if you do get thrown out or something, just uh, don't don't tweet that. But if you succeed, tweet that. You know, <laughs> don't tweet that you got kicked out and arrested. <laughs> oh yeah, you're fine. Order on me. <laughs> All right. I yeah. got to meet Phil Spencer. I'm like, hey, it's Phil. <laughs> get him out of the building. Okay. Sorry, yeah, and- guys. End up in Washington Post. Crazy man uh, runs across the uh, mic- or Microsoft lawn or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> streaking in the quads. Yeah, no, it wasn't, me. it wasn't me. I didn't do it. Wow. All right. So, uh, if there was one title that you could predict was coming out this year that hasn't been announced yet, doesn't have to necessarily be from Xbox. Just a title that hasn't been announced yet. What would you speculate it to be? I would, I would have to say <laughs> something that we haven't heard about. I don't think it'd be coming this year. I mean, I would if it well, did, I mean, it means it's far further along than I thought, and they have been kind of hiding some things about it. I would say Perfect Dark. Mm-hmm. Perfect Dark? I would say Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark, um, I, I don't know all of what's going on with it. I know that um, Cold Eastwood mentioned something recently, and it was in, in, in relation to that video of that extremely amazing looking realistic first person shooter. Right, um, yeah. And I remember. he mentioned he mentioned that he'd got word that that was illustrative of some of the effects that used for portions at least of Perfect yeah. Dark. And I was like, "Oh my god. I mean, if if they could make something like that and 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 specifically, if I move past that real quick and just say <laughs> that video is probably one of the most amazing things I've ever seen somebody try to do with a video game, and and when I talk to a friend of mine, I, it's the lighting, yes, uh, it's the bloom effect, the 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 um, change of focus and and um, all of the contrast, how is it goes from outside to inside and how it follows a you know it's a camera um, uh, focus and its capability of capturing light but they did it so perfectly that's why it was so real and i was even talking to my daughter i said you know i think if somebody made a a call of duty like game that played like that it would be incredible it'd be incredible yeah Yeah. now i i don't know if they could do the body cam for too long because i think most people be throwing up after about 10 minutes of playing but they definitely (laughs) if they gave you the ability to be able to choose and and to do that then it's just it's just so so incredible yeah the movement the the lighting the gunplay i mean there's even a part where at the end of the at the end of the demo where the person was rechecking their gun they were doing a they were doing a um a round check Mm -hmm. and then they were double checking like a double feed and they had to rack their gun again check it and do yeah. it and when they did it it was perfect it was exactly how you would do it if you were in that situation and i was like oh my god whoever did this knew what they were doing it was great well and you're seeing that with a lot of these indie games they're passion projects and you have oh, yeah. someone that says hey you know what it would be cool if you were seeing the game through the body cam of a police officer and you entered yeah. a building and that's how that's how games like this essentially start exactly. and they go through and they flesh it out and you have people that are tremendously talented putting these games together i'd love to see something like that 
on Xbox. Um, this game will probably be on PC only for a while, but who knows? I I would think so. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, some you never know when the next Matrix moment's going to happen. When somebody's going to come with an effect or some kind of uh, yeah, I guess I guess gimmick in a way, but not a gimmick, like a new process, a new way of achieving something and making it to where people then like go, oh, I want to do that too, and then it becomes this new thing, like and bullet time in video games. Yeah, yeah. this yep. this to me that looks like kind of one of the new things if they could make it yeah. look that real oh the things you could do with it even if it didn't look exactly like that all the time if you could get that kind of realistic movement that's yeah. that's incredible to me yeah that's and really I, that's bleeding that's blending the lines between reality and games that's really incredible and i think studios like coalition could do it i really do oh yeah but oh, they yeah. just you know you just got to unshackle them from gears of war yeah. And let them go after it, and they need time to really look at it. I think they really, I think they've they've done amazing work with Gears. I agree. I think they need something new. They need to do something new. They need Definitely. to try and branch out and do something totally new and unique, and something they've been wanting to do. And I I want to see them do that. I think they would. It would be amazing. Yeah, it would be crazy. Whatever whatever they decide to do after Gears, um, it's going to have a lot of people talking, definitely. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, one of the games, uh, just to, because I, I I never threw it out there, I apologize. I, I get, we got caught up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's all yeah. good. Yeah, uh, the Tears of the Kingdom for the Switch, um, I've actually been looking forward to it just because I want to see if they actually address some of the problems that people were complaining about, like known dungeons and some a little fleshed out story play in a game that is really a great, amazing game, but something that needs something done. And I would love to see Nintendo actually um, <laughs> address the problem with the Switch and, and come out with a new system and show people that, yeah, we, we actually do want to compete in the in back like they used to with, with the consoles. They used to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Um, let me see. What was it? I was trying to see some of the other ones. Um, oh, Skull and Bones. You mentioned it earlier. That one, I'm interested because of the... It It looks pretty good. It doesn't look quite as good as it, it did originally. Mm -hmm. But it but the last little preview I watched was considerably better. And it did look like it was taking the simulation of pirate... Uh, and, and shipping a little bit more seriously. So I'm curious to see if that kind of gives a little bit of a challenge, I guess, to Sea of Thieves because, you know, there's nothing out in the, nothing else out there. So it'd be kind of cool to see something different, a little more realistic take, um, something that is a little more uh, akin to and along the lines of like Assassin's Creed for uh, Black Flag. So you're like, oh, I can, you know, do some more things. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm interested in that one. Uh, what else was there? Mm, oh, um, I didn't know about... Uh, Telltale series I usually don't get into, but I'm a huge Expanse fan, so I'm interested just to see just to see how that goes because I'd be curious to flesh something out in a series I like. And what was the... The day before, I, I see something about it, but I have no idea if that's... It says November 10th release date, but I have no idea if that's going to happen. And you remember what that one is, right? I remember hearing about it. So, so the day the day before is essentially the division zombies. Okay, that's the one that's a third person over the shooter zombie game that looks like it's built like on the divisions, like almost on the engine. It it looks just like the division. It really does. And the question is, everybody is saying, is is it vaporware? Did they just basically make this demo and make it look really awesome, 
but is there no game? And so I'm still still waiting. And and they've also hmm. shifted to Unreal Engine five from Unreal Engine four. So there's all these interesting things. Welcome back, Fuzzy. <laughs> Welcome back, Fuzzy. My uh, cat jumped on my uh, PC and cut it off. <laughs> that happens. Um, <laughs> Armored Core 6 also has me intrigued. I, I played Armored Core a long time ago, and I'm interested to see how that goes. That that actually has me kind of excited to see if it's if it's a really good game. And then Forza Motorsport, I, I'm a massive uh, like motorsport fan. I have a 67 Cabero. I love um, autocross. I love racing. Um, I lived not far from Laguna Seca when I was a kid, so I, we could go down and watch races. So, I mean, I saw lots of things, and it was amazing. Um, so I'm very excited about that game. And then Stalker 2, that one looks very interesting. I'd like, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing that one. Didn't that get delayed? I think it did. I'm looking at seeing what it says. Yeah, it's, it, well, it says 2023. But it's, yeah, it's, it's still kind of... Eh, who knows? <laughs> Sometime in 2023. So there's yeah. no set date. But it might be pushed to 2024. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know those developers are having to deal with some real-world stuff that's really difficult right now. Yeah, it's a little hard. Yeah. It's a little hard. Yeah. So, I mean, there's... You know, I, I know they want to deliver the game for us, but obviously their safety is uh, most important. You yeah. Know? Yeah, take your time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for checking out our podcast. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you to everyone in chat. Um, and, of course, thank you to my two amazing guests, Darth Praxis, Fuzzy Belvedere. Thank you so much for being on my XPN USA podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having us. I yeah. appreciate it, sir. Yeah, it was thank awesome. You. Thank you for having us on here. It's yeah, been fans. awesome. Thank, yeah. thank you, Fuzzy, for putting up with me. You're a good guy. <laughs> I don't care what Sendel said before you showed up, but you're a good guy, buddy. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, I, I know you guys are into racing just like I am, so yep, it's yep. all good. <laughs> nice. Um, so, Fuzzy, tell uh, everyone in the chat where they can find you, um, you know, social media, podcasts. Well, just want to, once again, thank you so much for having me on. It was a pleasure being on here with you guys. Uh, for those that want to hear my endless rambles or rants about anything gaming related, and occasional gameplay uh, video clips and pics and stuff like that, just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can also find me on Double Barrel Gaming for uh, Breakfast with Boom tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Mr. Boomstick XL's channel. Mm -hmm. And then later that evening, Xbox Ultimate Podcast on Fun Speculations channel. And that's at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then Saturday for episode 300 of the Shop Podcast on PTK oh, Blam's wow. channel at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or Eastern Standard Time tomorrow or uh, Saturday night. 300. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Outstanding. Darth Praxis. Tell everyone where they can find you. Not your home address, just uh, on social media. Well, I am in Idaho, so if you want to come show up. Um, as, as far as as far as pretty much the only place you could really find me as uh, generally and regularly would be Twitter, and that's at uh, PraxisDarth. And um, otherwise, if you're on Xbox and I'm playing around and you see me hiding or not hiding and actually out in the open where people can see me, uh, it's uh, Darth Praxis, just like it's spelled right there 
And uh, other than that, um, yeah, my YouTube channel is kind of like silent. It's been that way for a while. I, I'm planning to do something, but I haven't quite reached it yet. And with some of my medical issues, I, I am trying to get myself back up to there. So hopefully soon I can kind of do some more. Nice. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. As, I, as anyone knows who's watching this channel, obviously I'm on the PSN Party Podcast Wednesdays, 2.30 uh, Central Standard Time, and then I'm on um, Xbox Live Party Podcast every Thursday, 2 o'clock Central Standard Time. You guys can check it out there. I'm also on Twitter at SSG Sentinel, so you can find me there. I tweet more than I probably should, but some of us are just like that, so it's cool. <laughs> Cool. Thank you. Thank you, everyone in the chat. Again, thank you, my guests, for um, being so spectacular. I greatly appreciate it. It was hard, but I did what I could. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Have a good night. Later.